to the AG Lockhart Podcast. We hope you enjoy this teaching by Pastor Leo Miller. Last time I spoke, I spoke on the good fight in right way living. The good fight in right way living. It's the fight of faith that we're talking about. And it is a struggle to keep doing the right things, even in a difficult culture and atmosphere. Sometimes we're tempted not to do the right thing. We're tempted to have an ungodly response to things and situations. But we're in a good fight. It seems like there's a lot of trouble in the world that we're living in. There's always been trouble, but it seems like right now it's a different kind of trouble. It's been magnified. It seems like in some ways this season that we're in has brought out the worst in a lot of situations and circumstances. And the enemy will seize the moment. He will take advantage of these days, these times, to do things that, and complete things and accomplish things in the lives of people that he ordinarily may not be able to do. seems like our lives have been disrupted in many ways the last several months. Spring did not go like it was supposed to. Summer did not happen like it was supposed to. In spring, we thought it would all be over by summer. In summer, we thought it would all be over in the fall. We're yet to find that out. But it just kind of keeps snowballing, doesn't it? And just disruption after disruption. People have lost their businesses that they've had. People have lost their jobs. People are working from home. People have, kids are not in school, they have not been able to go to school, they were taken out of school, some are now starting back to school, activities have changed, they're different than what they were, you don't do anything the same way that you used to do, everywhere you go you carry a mask, whoever would have thought that mask would be so popular. Man, they've gotten kind of creative with those, have they not? People have kind of find their identity in their mask. And what kind of mask? I wear my fisherman's mask. I wear it when I'm fishing to keep the sun out of me. Now I'm wearing it to keep me from breathing on you. They they find different kinds of masks. There's all kinds of materials and things. Some people have started up a business in the midst of this, making and selling masks. How many of you are doing that? They're out there, I guarantee you. They're... They're already advertisement. Don't get them cheap masks. Don't just trust your health to any mask. Buy our mask. And there's, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff out there. And so things have changed. Activities, our social life has changed. Social media is probably most popular these days than it's been. They say there's been an increase in the use of alcohol the last several months. Drugs, prescription drugs, increase of people being filled with anxiety and depression as a result of the things that are going on. People are not able to be in contact with others. We've even had people reach out to us to reach out to somebody that is not doing so well because they're lonely. They're not able to have the visits or People that have not been able to visit their loved ones in retirement communities and nursing homes and hospital surgeries and emergencies. An emergency is bad enough by itself, much less having to walk through it by yourself. 
not being able to be comforted by those that love you and not being able to comfort those that you love. It's been a difficult thing for people. Some of you maybe have experienced some of that. In the midst of all that, today I want to preach on peace in troubled times. Peace in troubled times. I'm an old hippie. Peace. I won't tell you what we used to, else we used to say with peace. Peace, blah, blah, blah. Some of you old hippies may know all that back in the day. We're talking about a different kind of peace. Peace in troubled times. It seems like the enemy wants there to be everything here except for peace today. Jesus was talking to his disciples one day, and he was talking to them about the fact that he was going to go away. He says, I'm going to go away, but I'm going to come back. They were kind of confused. You see that in Scripture. He was talking to them about he would be crucified and taken away, but then he would return. What he was trying to do is prepare them for all that was coming, for all the things that they were to experience. He told them that for a while they would have sorrow in that time, but another day was going to follow that, and they would no longer have sorrow. In John 16, verse 22, so, you have sorrow now, but I will see you again. Then you will rejoice, and no one can rob you of that joy. I like that, don't you? He says, you have sorrow now, but I will see you again. What he's saying is, it is not over. He said, no one can rob you of that joy that you will see me again. Then in verse 33 of that same chapter, I have told you all this so that you may not, so you may have peace in me. Peace in me, in Jesus. Here on earth you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. These are the words of our Savior. And Jesus is talking to those disciples. Jesus says, here on earth, we will have many troubles. Christians are not exempt from struggles. We may have some struggles that others do not have. We are in a different fight. We are in a good fight. We're trying to do what's right. You're trying to live righteously and in a way that pleases God and selflessly and giving and serving others. And Jesus says, in the midst of all that, there will be troubles. Even so, he says, we can find peace in him. A scripture similar to that is in John 14, verse 27. He says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give you, unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. He said, my peace is different from the world's peace. The world takes peace in the amount of money that's in their bank account. The world takes peace in how their health and their circumstances are and how people are responding and feeling to them and how their job is going. And those are okay things. We should enjoy those kinds of things. But Jesus says, when even all that is messed up, my peace I give to you. He says, have my peace. He says, I'm leaving you a gift. I'm leaving you 
my peace. There's a security that comes with the peace that Jesus gives us. Jesus says, my peace I leave with you. So for us, we are to find our peace in Christ, not in the things happening or not happening around us. We find peace, find strength in Christ. We can have peace, we can be at peace, even in the midst of troubling times. And we do live in troubling times. And as our nation rolls closer to the election, in an election year, these troubled times are going to become even more troubling. Because the conflict, the turmoil that exists in the atmosphere of our country, no matter what side or what belief or what party you're a part of, there's just conflict everywhere. And, and the enemy is going to stir that up. Times are even going to be more troubling than they are now. And everybody's trying to take advantage, political advantage of the situation and circumstances. But Jesus said, in the midst of all that, and I find myself being troubled by these things. I don't know if you do. I find myself worrying about things and being disrupted and disturbed by the things I see and how I treat, how I see humanity treating other parts of humanity and how mean and how spiteful people can be all for a cause or a belief. And it is troubling. But Jesus says, even now, in the midst of troubled times, He says, my peace I leave unto you. The disciples had troubles. Every culture has had troubles. And so today, having the peace of Christ, I have 193 points to give to you today. That's right, 193. Look at your neighbor and say, did he say 193? I did say that. And there's probably more of them. But there's good news. Be at peace. I'm only going to share some of them with you today. I'm not even going to tell you how many. They tell you in preaching school, don't announce how many points you have. Because that becomes an immediate distraction to the listeners. They're thinking, well, he took that long. Matt took this long on this point. Dear God, we're in trouble. <laughs> and so you don't know what's coming. We don't announce our points. We just make them in case we end up not getting to them. Right. Number one, know God. Having the peace of Christ. Know God. You can't have peace, the peace of God, without knowing God. Amen? You have to know God. Romans 5, in verse 1. Therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ our Lord has done for us. Acts 10, and verse 36. This is the message of good news for the people of Israel, that there is peace with God through Jesus Christ, who is Lord of all. And so now is a time for us to know God. If you're struggling with fear, 
anxiety, battles in your life, now is the time to call out to God. If you have not ever fully surrendered to God and you're troubled by the things you see and hear and experience in culture, now is the time to know Christ. Now is the time to give your life and to surrender your life to Christ. The kind of peace we're talking about is the peace of Jesus Christ. It's not peace that comes from yoga. It's not peace that comes from just thinking good thoughts and saying good things and wishing things to be different. It is a real peace that comes from knowing God. And I'm not speaking bad about all those things. There's certain things we can feel and experience by reflecting on good things and of that sort. But there's only one peace that you can have that's going to really solve our life's issues, and that is peace with God. And you cannot have the peace of Christ without knowing God. And so I say to you today, believe on the Lord today. Call on the Lord today. Know God today. If you once knew the peace of God, but you don't today, then I say call on the Lord again today. Surrender your life. Recommit your life to the Lord. Know God. Number two, obey God. Obey God. John 15 verses 9 through 11 says this, I have loved you even as the Father has loved me. Jesus is speaking. Remain in my love. When you obey my commandments, you remain in my love, just as I obey my Father's commandments and remain in his love. I have told you these things so that you will be filled with my joy. Yes, your joy will overflow. And so there is the obeying. Insecurity, fear, doubt, anxiety are often the result of sin and disobedience. When a believer is experiencing everything but peace, it is probably because they are not surrendering an area of their life to the Lord. Obedience is a learned behavior. It's something we learn that it's for our benefit that we obey the Lord. Deuteronomy 4 and verse 40 said this, If you obey all the decrees and commands I am giving you today, all will be well with you and your children. I am giving you these instructions so you will enjoy a long life in the land the Lord your God is giving you for all time. You're saying, man, he's in a hurry. I got a hundred and how many points? I forgot how many I got. I'm covering a lot of ground. Obey the Lord. You will not be at peace by just knowing the truth. You're only at peace when you walk in the truth. The blessing is in the doing, not the knowing. And so we must learn to obey the Lord, and it is a learning behavior. We learn that it is for our good that God commands and instructs and provides information for us. If we don't obey, we don't have peace. That's true even in the world. The ones who often don't have peace and are always looking over their shoulder and always a little fidgety when they hear a siren are the ones that are speeding. Right? 
The ones that are always noticed the cops are the ones that are wanted by the cops. The ones that are running from the cops. The ones that have broken laws. If the policeman calls me and my secretary says, Leo, Lockhart Police Department called and wants you to call him back. I don't leave town because I've not done anything wrong. But back in the day, I'd been gone. And the same is true. If you're not walking in the Lord, you can't have the peace of the Lord. To know the truth is one thing. To live the truth is another. So the peace of Christ comes when we obey the Lord. Call on God. Number three, call on God. It doesn't matter if you have His number. If you don't use it, it's not going to do you any good. Don't internalize your cares, but vocalize them to the Lord. Sometimes we just let things kind of fester. We internalize it. We think about it. We worry about it. We get disturbed by it. Instead of casting our cares upon the Lord, 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 7, give all your worries and cares to God, for He cares about you. He cares about what you and I are going through today, what we're struggling with, what our fears are. It's interesting that verse 8 follows this. He says, cast your cares on the Lord, for He cares for you. The next verse, he says, stay alert, watch out. Your great enemy, the devil... He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Oh, but then, but there's verse 9. It's even more interesting. Stand firm against him. Be strong in your faith. Remember that your family of believers all over the world is going through the same kind of sufferings you are. So often we only hear the one verse there. You put them in context. It's interesting. Jesus acknowledges that we have cares. The Bible acknowledges that we have a need to give our cares to the Lord. And he acknowledges that the enemy is there to try to cause us to do everything but that. And he says, don't worry, there's others that are experiencing the very same thing all over the world. We should call upon the Lord with the things that are bothering us or disturbing us. The things that concern us. Psalms 46 verse 1. God is our refuge and strength, always ready to help in times of trouble. We should release our needs and worries and wants to the Lord. Number four, rely on God. Rely on God. To rely on God is to trust in what He says. It requires a willingness to wait. A willingness to wait. In Psalms 31, verses 14 through 15, But I am trusting you, O Lord, saying, You are my God. My future is in your hands. Rescue me from those who hunt me down relentlessly. Proverbs 3, and verse 5, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Too often we do things our way instead of trusting the Lord's way. We're commanded to follow the Lord, to trust the Lord, to rely upon Him when we don't know what to do, 
We're to do what we've been told to do, what God's Word says. We are to take confidence in the promises and security of God's Word in our life as believers. Are you with me today? The peace of the Lord in the turmoil of our times, in the turmoil of culture, you can still have and experience God's peace in your life. Number five, remember God. Remember God. Give thought to past experiences and victories. Oh, I remember a time like this. This and that happened. And God came through. God helped me. I remember that dark time when I thought I... You remember some of those times when you thought you would never be able to feel happy again, good again, rejoice again, healthy again. Well, look at you now. Look at your neighbor and say, look at you now. You may have to pop their mask off, see who they are. That's a new thing, isn't it? Popping people's masks. That's right. That's right. Remember the Lord. Deuteronomy 7, verse 18. But don't be afraid of them. Just remember what the Lord your God did to Pharaoh and to all the land of Egypt. You've had some Pharaohs in your life. You've had some battles in your life. This is not your first rodeo. You've overcome some other things in your life. Remember the Lord. Remember the victories and the things the Lord has brought you through already. King David, when he was facing Goliath, this is what he said about that in 1 Samuel 17. I've done this to both lions and bears. I'll do it to this pagan Philistine too. For he has defiled the armies of the living God. The Lord who rescued me from the claws of the lion and the bear will rescue me from this Philistine. Saul finally consented. All right, go ahead, you idiot. I didn't say that, but... We know what he was thinking. And may the Lord be with you, boy. And may the Lord be with you, boy. And the Lord was with him. He said, I'll do to him what I've done to that lion. I'll do to him what I've done to that bear in the name of the Lord. Remember the Lord. Remember the victories you've had before. It's not that God is on our side. But we have joined his team. Amen? We're fighting the Lord's battle. It's a good fight. It's the fight of faith. The Lord helps us. And so remember God. Number six. Y'all like number six? It's the last one. You didn't know that though, did you? Because I didn't tell you. I'm only sharing six out of a hundred and what did I say, ninety-three? Don't come up and ask me what the other ones were. Take me for a while to come up with them. The last one is connected to an old wise saying. Something old people say. Got any old people? Seasoned people out there? Got one here hollering at you today. If you're tired of cleaning fish... Take your hook out of the water. If you're tired of cleaning fish, 
take your hook out of the water. I will confess that I am a successful fisherman. And sometimes when I'm catching so many fish, I'm thinking, man, thank God there's only a limit of what I can take back. Because I only have to clean five trout. Because that's all the law will let me keep right now. So if you're tired of what's going on, change what you're doing. What are you saying? If you're tired of cleaning all those fish, now you've heard my story about the guy that whined and complained about the sandwich in his lunchbox. How many of you have heard that before? How many of you have not heard that? Man, here we go. There was a guy. He was a construction worker. They brought their lunch in a lunchbox. Every day they'd sit there and eat, and one day he just threw a fit. He opened it up, and he says, man, bologna again? I am tired of it. I am sick of these sandwiches. Looked at his buddies and what they were eating, fruit, little cupcakes and things. And he was just disgusted. Man, I am, do what? Not again. And they said, calm down, dude. I'm sure if you'll speak to your wife, tell her you want something different. Tell her you want a little variety. She'll make something better for you. He goes, no, you don't understand. He goes, she'll, they said, oh, it'll be old. She'll do it. No, you don't understand. I make my own lunch. If you're tired of cleaning fish, take your hook out of the water. What's that mean? Psalms 46, verse 10. Be still and know that I am God. I will be honored by every nation. I will be honored throughout the world. Point six. First, God. First, God. Be still. Slow down. Ease up. Put God where he should be in your life. And peace will be more present in your life. God first. It may be that you're too busy for your own good and anybody else's good as well. Put the things of the Lord first. We sometimes, an old friend of mine named Jill Foss said, we sometimes give first-rate dedication to second-rate causes. Things that are undeserving of our best. First things first. Jesus always required that we love him first. He always required that we love him most. He never required less than everything from anyone in Scripture when he spoke to him. First, God. If we'll put God and the things of God first in our life, we will experience the peace of Christ. I'm going to ask you to stand and ask our worship team to come. 193 points. We did six. Having the peace of Christ. Know God. Obey God, call on God, rely on God, remember God, first God. That is the order. We are to put God first 
in our life. I want you to bow your hearts if you would. I want to pray for us this morning and we prepare to dismiss those of you that might be with us online for you today as well as us that are present. And we have a good gathering today. Whatever the turmoil is in your life, the Lord can bring rest to your heart. Those battles may seem bigger than you. It may seem like it requires a strength that you don't have in yourself. I'm telling you today that God can help you. Now, we don't have to worry about all the things that I've even spoken about earlier today, politically and the turmoil and the things in culture. Oh, we should be informed and we should do our part as citizens in the culture we live in, but ultimately, we don't find our peace from what's going on in the world. We find it from the Lord. And so let's do that today. Let's cast our cares upon the Lord today. If you have some things that are disrupting you and your life, speak to the Lord. Don't internalize them only, but vocalize those needs to the Lord. And so, Father, we come to you today and we thank you that we have the peace of Jesus Christ. He says, this gift I leave you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world has, but as I have. The same peace that he had between him and the Father. And Jesus said this knowing all that he was going to face. He knew all that was in front of him. And yet he had peace. And so today we ask, we cast our cares upon you today, God. Our worries, our things, our thoughts. Help us, God, to put you in the right place in our life, the first place. And find ourselves sitting at your feet, reading your word, taking comfort in what you say and what you have said about us. We are yours. You're in us. You're amongst us. You are where we are today, Lord. You are where we will be. We thank you for that. So bring peace to my brothers, my sisters here today and online, people that are struggling, maybe this season we are in has rekindled some old battles in our life. Well, we just ask for your peace to come. For your peace, Lord. Thank you, Father, for your love for us, for your strength, for your care. Give us the desire, the ability, the grace, to walk and to be obedient to you in this time in our life. In Christ's awesome name, amen. Give God thanks today. Give Him praise. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Bless you, Jesus. We're going to dismiss you at this time. If you have a need for prayer. Thanks for listening to this week's message. For more information about All Generations Church, go to aglockhart.org.